Hi there. I'm so excited about this particular set of pastor's tables that we've been focusing on character. I think it's a great opportunity to have some hard conversations, but to know that there's a great purpose behind it. In this particular episode, we're going to talk about one of the main reasons that we want to walk in a higher character, and it's for Christ's sake. That's what it told us. And, and we can rely on that in Philippians where it said, we're doing these things for, for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of, of being in the right place in Jesus Christ. We know that he'll work it in all of us, and you can have hope that he'll work it in you too. God bless you. Well, welcome back. Again, we are talking about character, godly character. And last time we were talking about living up to a standard and how that can produce a lot of ungodly things by trying to do that on your own efforts. And it can be very difficult for people. And how God never intended for us to live up to a standard on our own ability and strength. And so today uh, we're going to turn again to Philippians chapter 3. And we're going to focus on, on one little statement and talk about that little statement here. And it, there's a couple references. In verse 7, it says this, But whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me, I have come to consider as loss for Christ's sake. Mm. And he repeats that down in verse 8, towards the end of verse 8, For his sake I have lost everything and consider it all to be mere rubbish in order that I may win or gain Christ. And again, we're not talking about him being saved. He's not trying to win his salvation when he says that about gaining Christ. He's talking about Christ-like character, yeah. the presence and power of God in his life. Yeah. And he's saying here that I have considered all the, the amazing things that I was on my own ability mm-hmm. as a loss. Whatever that was, I was really good at keeping the law. Well, that I'm considering, that's a loss. It's a total Mm write-off. You know, if you've been in a a bad accident in the vehicle, and so you take it to the insurance company, and they say, this is a total loss. Mm -hmm. It means it's just, it's not worth repairing anymore. Right. (laughs) Right? And he's saying that everything that I've done that seems right and good in my own effort, well, the Lord has written it off as a total loss. And he's saying, I'm just agreeing with that and saying, I'm considering it a total loss. But why? He says, for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important that that statement here, for his sake, we try to change often and get rid of bad stuff in our lives and live right for our own sake. Mm So that we can live so that a we Christian can, life. So that, yeah. we can, so that we can feel good, good about ourselves. Yes, a good life. A good life. We can feel good about ourselves. Happy people can like Contented. us. Yeah. 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 And even in the context of where we're talking, so we don't feel bad or under condemnation anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? I live Absolutely. right because I don't want to be in the hot seat all the time. I don't want to be sitting in church feeling like I'm under conviction all the time. So I'm just going to live right so that I don't feel like that. That's still for our own sake. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we want others to look at us and say, oh, they're a very nice Christian. Yeah, again, all for our own sake. That's not the motive here. He says, for his sake, Mm -hmm. for Christ's sake. If you do something for someone else's sake, right, what does that mean? You're not involved. Yeah. And you're not going to get the reward. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly. (laughs) You don't get the glory then. That's right. (laughs) You know, uh, when we were talking about this before we started taping, it reminded me of a scripture that I thought was in 1 Corinthians, but it's actually in Romans. Mm -hmm. It's in uh, Romans 11, the very last 
uh, verse in Romans 11, verse 36. And um, I'm going to read it in the King James. It says almost exactly the same thing in the, in the Amplified, so I won't go there. But So it says, For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Well, what exactly does that mean? It means that for of him, anything that we do is of him to begin with. God created it. If he has, he has a purpose for every single one of our lives. He has, um, he wants to grow. We're talking about character here. He wants to grow our character. Well, his, the growing of our character begins with him. It is of him. It has its essence of him. Um, Abigail is of me. She comes from me and Heather, my wife. She is of me. So the character that he wants to build in it, in us is of him it begins with him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. amen you getting does that make yeah. sense yeah. and then it says through him it is done through him it's not done like pastor jason was just talking about it's not done of our own power or our own ability because that will wane and it will go away and it'll um it will uh, leave us hanging shall we say but when it's done through him it's done through his power his ability, his, his anointing to be able to change and build that character in our life. And then it says, and to him. And then he gets the glory and the honor. When he does things to us and builds us and, and grows us and changes our character and, and helps us to become closer to him and be a better Christian and, and, and have that, that, that better character, he gets the glory. That's, that's what it means to say, and to him are all, all things, all things that are done in your life, all the good things in your life, all the blessings in your life, all those character changes in your life, all that growing in your life is of him, it begins of him, it's through his power and authority, and he gets the glory. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. It, this, this changed my life. When I found this, it was actually um, a sermon that someone gave me back in 2012 when I was just realizing how awful I was without God. <laughs> and somebody uh, gave me a, a full sermon just on this one scripture, and it changed my life. Amen. Absolutely changed my life. I wouldn't be the person I am now without this. I think that when we come back to the initial struggle that where we talked about mm -hmm. character, is and as we've been progressing in our talks about character, what we want to convey also is that your character will change and get better. Amen. <laughs> and it's not going to be by all the things you've done in uh, trying mm -hmm. to live right. So we're not saying, oh, oh, give up trying to live right. And then, you know, you'll have this medium period where everything goes wrong while Jesus works out in you and mm -hmm. his character. And slowly over transformational time, we have this, you know, marvelous thing that kind of rises up out of the dust. And in the meantime, you can live like the devil. That's not what we're advocating. <laughs> but sometimes it, when we talk about these, these things, we're saying, well, we're still saying you will have a character. We're still saying that God will birth his nature in you. Mm -hmm. and, and a great example, you talked about your daughter. And, and as, when we're parents of children, we sometimes can see that, that uh, analogy in, in this way. We say we teach our children to be kind to one another. But we expect that there comes a day where they get it in their heart that they're supposed to be kind to each other, not because we just told them to. Mm -hmm. And initially, they will try to be kind to each other. <laughs> and you'll modify that behavior through a lot of 
tell your sister you're sorry or tell this person now what you're doing isn't kind and you pointed out that was mean because they have no structure yeah. or boundaries for what actually is mean or what is kind yeah. so you teach them those things and and you hope but until they get born again all you can do is behavior modification through discipline mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. what we mean is you know a spanking or a sit on a chair or something yeah. you did wrong sit in a chair yeah. the flesh exactly yeah. mm -hmm. and god's not you know you did this you wrong sit in a chair the thing is, is that has a work <laughs> it, it does has a work, absolutely it's not the finished work no <laughs> <laughs> you know pastor Gwen, in the beginning you, you said you know just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater when you see that you you trying to change yourself is is uh is it not going right? It reminded me actually of Tiger Woods. Now, I, if you don't know, Tiger Woods is a golfer and there was a point where he, he was on top. He, he's probably one of the best golfers ever to get on the PGA Tour. And he was halfway through, a, a, we now know, about halfway through his, his reign as being a, one of the best golfers. And he went and he changed his swing. Mm -hmm. He completely relearned how to swing a golf club halfway through and people were saying is this man crazy he was doing so well before and he's going to change his swing completely and learn a new way mm -hmm. to to swing his club to hit the golf ball well he decided to do this and he got even better mm -hmm. after that and i think it's a great analogy to to walking and living and allowing god to do that character We've been talking a lot about how before you try and do your character and you get some success in that, but it's not the better way. No, it's true. not, no. you, you want the better swing, mm -hmm. right? And that better swing is submitting yourself to the Lord and allowing him to do that work in you mm -hmm. and yeah. you get a better result. That's the thing, because with everything, if you're doing it on your own, there's going to be a breaking point. Mm -hmm. uh, you might have That's some release at some point and some gain and some loss, but <laughs> at, at some point there's going to come a breaking point. You will fail yourself. And you will <laughs> fail yourself because you can't. You can't do it on your own. And so you have the opportunity to not have that happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> you know, by that just yielding so and just mm -hmm. saying, you know, I can't do this on my own. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, inviting him to do it for you. Yeah. And, yeah. I've heard some people doing this thing, like going to a friend and asking them to be honest about his age. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of dangerous uh, because you might not be friends after. People say, that, you know, what, what would you say is my greatest character weakness? And what would you perceive in, when you, is my greatest character strength? And you ask people that. Well, that's some dangerous territory if you're not willing to be honest. And, mm -hmm. and they say to you, you have this weakness right here and it's a character flaw. It will show up whether you're willing to submit and yield right there. <laughs> and so, but those things are, are, it's because we come back to self and how we mm. view self and how we picture self. I'm so glad that Jesus helped Peter. Mm -hmm. I am so glad when I see that it came to a point where even his shadow affected others. Where when, uh, or in the mm -hmm. book of Galatians at the beginning. Now, he had to have over had an overhaul of his character by the Lord Jesus Christ because he got disciplined publicly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by someone who came after who wasn't there walking alongside of Jesus mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he wasn't mm -hmm. there Paul wasn't there for all of that and there mm -hmm. came a time where the anointing came on Paul to lead and establish the church 
And Peter, who was what we might call an A-type personality, is that mm -hmm. a nice way of putting that? Mm -hmm. A strong personality. And he gets disciplined publicly mm -hmm. and doesn't have a flesh fit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that says something. Yeah. God had done a work deep mm -hmm. in his heart mm -hmm. where he accepted it. And the whole church came into a bigger revelation. Mm -hmm. And what a work. Mm -hmm. Galatians, and, they, and then it goes on to learn about the fruit of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. How is that? God worked to work in his heart. I don't know about you, but being disciplined publicly, it wouldn't be up there with things I want to happen to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But to be, oh, to be able to come to the gate yeah. and say, you know, silver, I don't have anything. Because, mm -hmm. you know, recognizing that yeah. what you have is nothing. That's right. Mm -hmm. But such as I have, I give to you. Yeah. We have that. Yeah. yeah. We have that. Mm -hmm. That belongs to us too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Take up your bed and walk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And seeing a life changed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because that's his heart when, it, when we're reading in it for him, through him, and to him. It's not just for him, to mm -hmm. him. It's for people. Yeah. That's right. People who he loves, mm -hmm. who he cares about, yeah. that are struggling too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have something mm -hmm. that we can give them mm -hmm. when we're in him. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It sure gets hindered when our we are our first concern. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. When it how's this gonna be for me? Mm -hmm. How am I going to feel? Am I gonna feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And straight up, we're an honest bunch. Many people get stuck where they, they've heard from heaven, they've got a word and they believe God's calling them to a thing. But as they step forward, when their character isn't completely surrendered, and it's something why Paul says, I die daily, because there's part of it wants to re resurrect itself all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you face these places, and you go to step forward, and do you trust God in that moment? Or are you going to be taken out? Is there a place that's not surrendered? Because the devil will attack it there. Mm -hmm. He will. He'll throw rocks right at the place that's wounded. He'll throw rocks right at the place that's not surrendered. Mm -hmm. And, and you'll certainly know because what that say, there's a saying that says, if you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, the one that barks is the one that hit. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's thrown rocks, and, and what do I mean by that? What I mean is you go to step out and you suddenly, there's no one there maybe personally, but you think, you know, you didn't really do that right. Mm -hmm. You're not very good at that. Mm -hmm. And you get those little, well, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Why are you concerned about you when the Lord told you to do a thing? Mm -hmm. Why is that your concern? Mm -hmm. God told you to do it. It's going to have a heaven's result. Mm -hmm. At the gate beautiful, when they're walking there in Acts chapter 3, it, it, when they're walking along the road, what if they, what if he was going, well, I don't know. I don't know what to say to the guy. You know, he's yeah. blind. You know, I don't, I don't know have any money. What if he's not going to heal him? Well, yeah. well, well, oh, what if Jesus <laughs> doesn't heal him? And I look like I, I, I blow it because this is about me. Yeah. If Jesus didn't mm -hmm. heal him, it's going to come back on me. Mm -hmm. They're going to blame me. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. You got something, Pastor? Go ahead. Uh, something you just said, you were talking about, you know, the devil's going to be able to get into areas you don't submit. Well, everybody knows that, that there is a scripture that says, resist the devil and he will flee. But the beginning of that scripture says, and it's in James 4, verse 7, just for you to look it up and for yourself. Underline it. <laughs> Underline it. It says, submit yourselves therefore to God. Mm -hmm. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. 
Amen. Two-handed sword. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Two yeah. Submit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like a cuss word, though. <laughs> Absolutely. I just had a little change of direction here. That's all right. I'm going to go to another verse. But... Um, So you were mentioning about Galatians, mm -hmm. and in Galatians chapter 3, starting in verse 22, it says, but the scriptures uh, picture all mankind as sinners, shut up and imprisoned by sin so that the inheritance or the blessing, which was promised through faith in Jesus Christ, might be given to all those who believe. Mm -hmm. Verse 23, now before the faith came, we were perpetually guarded under the law, kept in custody in preparation for the faith that was destined to be revealed. Verse 24, so that the law served as our trainer mm -hmm. or our guardian, our Amplified says, our guide to Christ to lead us until Christ came, mm -hmm. that we might be justified by faith mm -hmm. in Him. And then it says, now that faith has come, we are no longer under a trainer, for our for in Christ you are all sons of God through faith. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, you know, as a guardian, like you were talking about with your kids, you know, mm -hmm. you want to, you put rules in place to teach them and train them to raise them up. Mm -hmm. But there comes a point where not only is there an expectation that they do this on their own, mm -hmm. but there is a place where you see that character of their own begin to manifest in their lives. Mm -hmm. And they say they don't follow rules because it comes out of who they are. Mm -hmm. yeah. As Absolutely. they mature, it comes out of who they are. Yeah. And the law, or let's substitute that and say all of the good teaching and standards of right living that we hear about across pulpits today, or we read about in our Bibles, or that are, is going on on the inside of us in our conscience, those right standards are there and they're good. There's nothing wrong with them necessarily. Mm -hmm. But they're meant to be a guide to lead us to Christ, mm -hmm. to faith in Him. And when we exercise faith in Him, we actually enter into a place of maturity where those very things that we're trying to do mm -hmm. become part of who we really are in yeah. Him. Amen. Amen. But it, there's a very real transition there. Yes, from, there I'm is. not just doing all the right stuff because I'm trying to change, trying to be better. There's that real switch and that change where it's, I'm putting my confidence in Him and who yeah. He is. I know Him. Mm -hmm. And He's changing me now. Yeah. yeah. It's a change in power source. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it might look mm -hmm. the same on the outside, but yeah. the source of power is completely different. Yeah. Absolutely. There's an analogy I gave once that stuck with me, and that's this, is that um, and it's with someone we know, uh, Alex, and uh, you know he's moving, shoveling dirt, right? He's shoveling dirt from one place. There's this big pile of dirt. He's shoveling it by hand and moving it into a wheelbarrow and then taking it across and putting it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so his job, his task, what it looks like on the outside, mm -hmm. the standard of righteousness, mm -hmm. is to move dirt from one location to the next. Yeah. 
He's got to move that, but he's doing it all by hand. Yeah. He's doing it by the strength of his own body. So as long as he has strength in his body, he can move and shovel that dirt from one place to the next. Mm -hmm. And we look at the Bible and we look at how we're supposed to live and we think, mm -hmm. okay, by our own strength, we'll shovel this dirt from one place to the next. Well, we'll That's do good. our efforts. That's the law. Yeah. That's the trainer. That's the guardian. Mm -hmm. But if he was to get a backhoe, mm -hmm right? A big earth-moving vehicle. Mm -hmm. And then he climbs into the cab of that thing, turns the switch and the power comes on, yep. and then he pulls some levers and, and turns that big bucket, and he scoops up that dirt, and he lifts it from one location and moves it to another. It is still moving dirt from one place to the other. Amen. But the power source is completely different. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, as we mature and grow, as He works in us by His power, mm -hmm. our character changes so that it's no longer coming from, I'm trying really hard, mm -hmm. I'm shoveling this mm -hmm. dirt, mm -hmm. I'm trying to live right mm -hmm. and move this dirt from one place to the next. It is, I've climbed into Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And His power source, His ability and strength on the inside of me is moving that dirt. Mm -hmm. uh, now, that truck can sit there idly all by itself and nothing happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Until you climb in the cab yeah. mm -hmm. and move and turn the engine on, mm -hmm. and that's our faith in Him mm -hmm. that accomplishes that. Yeah, mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So let the faith turn on and get that dirt moved. Amen. Let the purposes of God be done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Bless you.